0: This is a story for the island of Sandy, and it's called the Hogboon of Helihow. Now, in the island of Sandy, there's a parish called Bornis, and in the parish of Borness there's a house called Helihow, and next to the house of Helihow, there is a mound, a big mound, and inside the mound lived a Hogboon. Now, you probably don't know what a hog bone is. You don't see them around much these days. But a hog bone, it's a bit like one of the fairy folk, one of the trows. But they live on their own. And instead of causing mischief and trouble, they actually work on a farm and they bring good luck to it. They bring prosperity and good luck. As long as you feed them. I should tell you as well that the name Helihow means Holy Mound, but anyway, that's another story. Now, the old couple that lived at Helihow they always fed the hogbun. Every day they would go up to the top of the mound and they would leave whatever they were making would be left there that would be shared if they were grinding grain. For flour, they would leave some of that. If they were baking bannocks, they would leave some bannocks up there. If they were the coo had calf they would pour some milk over the mound. If they were brewing ale, they would pour some ale over the mound. And that way, the hog bone got his food. And he sat inside quite happily, at his table, eating away. And as long as he was looked after and treated with respect, then he would always make sure that everything went well on the farm. No, the old man, he got too old to work the farm, and his son Chalk took over. Now, Chalk was a hard-working man, but he was a bit scatter-brained, so there was times that he forgot to feed the hogbone. And the poor hog bone would be standing on top of his mound with, spoon in one hand and a dish in the other, waiting for something to come, but looking at the house, but no sign of anyone. And then he would remember, and he'd go and he'd maybe put a bit of extra and put a bit of butter and a bit of cheese on it as well. But you know, the food supply it didn't arrive regularly in the hog bone. You know, it kind of annoyed it, but it did realize that Chalk was young, and he had plenty to keep his mind occupied, so, but anyway, you know. Now, time passed, and Chalk, his eyes had fallen on a, a lass called Chessie, who was the daughter of a neighbor, and he started courting Chessie, and the two of them were married. Now, Chessie had her faults, sort of chalk, mind you, but neither of them seen the faults in the other, because they were in love, so they never thought that the other person had did anything wrong. But the one thing that Chessie that was, was she was a bit mean, a bit greedy, a bit selfish. And when their mother used to tell them about hog bones, she would just laugh in their face and say it was just a lot of superstitious rubbish, a figment of her imagination, not something for her to be wasting good food with. Now one day Chalk comes in, and he sits down by the side of the fire, and he's tired. Jesse says to him, Have you fed the cows? Yeah, he said. And his mother said, and what about the hog bone? And then Chessie says, have you fed the horse? Yes, he says. And what about the hog bone? asked his mother. And you fed the hen, said Chessie. Yes, said Chalk. And what about the hog bone? said the mother. Chessie turned to her and said, what about the hog bone? Well, have you fed him? Ta! I'm not throwing away perfectly good food on a figment of your imagination,' she said. "'No, we haven't fed him and "'Won't be feeding him either.' "'Well, the hog was sitting in his mound. "'Now, he hadn't got anything to eat for a few days. "'And, you know, he always thought well of the family, "'so he didn't think that they were ignoring him "'or treating him badly in any way. "'He started to worry. "'Maybe they're ill.' Maybe something's wrong. He decided to go down and check that night. So that night, when all the lights went out and everybody in Hedyhell was snoring away, the hogbone crept out of his mound, down the slope, into the hoose. He went to the beds and he had a look, but there they were, all just lying, tucked up, snoring away quite happily. Hmm, no sign of any illness in the house anyway, he thought. Ah, well, never mind. I know that the old woman always leaves some porridge stuck to the side of the porridge pot, so I'll get a wee bite of supper after all. So he went over to the porridge pot that was standing next to the fire, and he looked inside it, and he was outraged for what he saw, because not only was there no porridge left on the side of the pot for him, but the pot had been scrubbed clean. There was not one morsel of food in it. And he thought, right, that does it. If they want trouble, if they want to treat me badly, well, I'll treat them badly too. If they want war, they've got it. And he took the porridge pot, and he carried it back up to his mound. Well the next morning Chessy got up, went to cook the porridge for breakfast, but a pot was gone. Where's me pot? she said to Chalk. I don't know. You must have moved it. Never touched it, he said. Why would I? Well, there was no porridge for Chalk's breakfast that day. There was just a bit of bread and butter and cheese. And then he went out to the barn to thrash some corn but his flail that he used to beat the grain off the sheaves with, his flail was missing, not hanging up on the nail where it normally was. He went to his wife and said, Chessie, did you move my flail? No, she said, never touched your flail. Well, somebody has, it's gone. "Hm," just like me pot, she said. Well, seems they didn't have any nice warm." porridge for their breakfast she decided that as a little treat she would make some pancakes so she got the griddle down and she started to make pancakes and she put them on a little cooling tray on the open window just you know to cool down and then after she'd finished she left them there for eh, not very long just a few minutes and she came back and they were gone "'Chalk!' she shouted. "'What?' ye great greedy gappus she said. "'What?' "'You've eaten all the pancakes and not even left one for me. "'I've never touched the pancakes,' he says. "'I haven't had one.' "'And then he said, "'Look over there.' And "'There was a pancake lying on the ground. "'It was the dog,' said Chessie. "'Not him,' said Chalk.' "'Yin dog's far too fond of, of pancakes. "'He's mad for pancakes. "'If he had gotten them, he wouldn't have left any lying around. "'There wouldn't have been a crumb left. "'It would have been doing his throat. "'But look, there's another one, a bit further on, "'and another one going up the side of the mound. "'It's the hog bone,' said Chalk's mother. "'Oh, hog bone,' she said, fiddlesticks.' fed up with you and your hog bone no such thing well chalk was feeling very annoyed so he decided well i'm just gonna go and do some fishing so he got his big bamboo rod down from the uh, the rafters of the barn and he had a long thin string on it and he had a lot of hooks on the end of that (laughs) so he went down to the shore with his carrying his rod And he started to kick some limpets off the rocks to use as bait. He's going to fish off the rocks, get some wee fish that lives around there. And then when he got his, his rod out and he started to unravel the string, he seen that all the hooks were missing. Somebody had stolen them. Oh, that just about does it. What a day we're having. And he went home. And you know, when he went past that mound, he could have sworn that he heard a wee laugh coming from inside it. Now that night, Jessie declared that she had a sore head. She had a headache. She'd had such a bad day. It was such a trying day. She'd had enough. She was going to go to bed early. And so, Chalk said good night to her. And he sat by the fire to read the Arcadian, the newspaper. And she went and chomped in her bed. Suddenly there was a scream, and Chalk chomped to his feet and ran through to the bedroom. And she's standing there, rubbing her backside. And she says, "I suppose you thought that was funny, did ye?" What he said, putting thistles in the bed. And sure enough, there was a big pile of thistles in the bed, and she chomped onto it, bum first. Well, she was not happy. But Chalk pleaded his innocence. I've never done such a thing, he said. Do you honestly think I would do that to you? I mean, you wouldn't think it was funny, did you? I did not think it was funny, she said. Well, wasn't me. Well, the days passed, and the hog carried on, playing terrible practical chokes on them, and stealing all the things from inside the hoose as well. This went missing, that went missing. The days turned into weeks, the weeks turned into months, and they were at the end of their tether and they had hardly anything left in the house because the hogbone had stolen it. In fact the hogbone could hardly move inside his mound for the amount of things that he'd stolen. Now, they decided that they'd had enough, and so had Chalk's parents. They went and moved in with some relatives of theirs. And so it just left the two of them alone, and they said, we cannot live here any longer. So Chalk went to see the laird, the big landowner that he rented his farm from. And the laird said to him, well, Chalk, you're in luck, because... You want another farm, Maria. You? well, you're in luck because there is one that's just become avail- just become available. The man's just moved out, hmm, and it's way on the other side of the island, just as you were asking, oh, lovely, he said, right, well we'll uh, we'll take it, so it was all agreed. And Chalk went to his neighbours, and he borrowed some ponies, and they had some pack saddles, they call them clibbers here, and he started to get ready, get ready for the flitting. Now, what's a flitting, you might wonder? Well, here in Orkney, when you flit house, it's when you move house. So a flitting is moving house. So it was the day of the flitting. And he packed all their goods, well, what was left of them, in little, well, big-sized baskets that were on the pack saddles of the horses, hanging on either side of the ponies. And in the front, the first pony, there was the butter churn. That they made the butter in. Now, Chalk and the wife, they led the ponies and the livestock that they had they led them all away from heli and he was glad to be going away from there he was f- happy to see the back o it he was fed up with that place and he went on and it was a lovely day sun was shining and the skylarks were singing and everything was just splendid and then after a while in the distance they could see their new home their fine new hoose. And Chalk was congratulating himself that they had finally been rid of this, of this terrible hogboon, when suddenly the lid flies off the current and the hogboon sticks his head out and says, we're getting a good day for flitting, good man. You see, what Chalk had forgotten was that hogboons don't go with the farm, they go with the family. And he'd come with them too.